Hello and welcome to the Body Shepherd podcast. This show gives the guidance you need for the fit life you want. Hosted by Dan Crass, certified personal trainer and owner of Body Shepherd. Hey, welcome back to the Body Shepherd podcast. This is Dan. I'm your certified personal trainer and co-owner of Body Shepherd, and I'm really glad you're listening. Today, we're going to continue on with the nutrition series, and we're going to talk about one of the more foundational things that you need to do if you're going to get serious about a fit lifestyle. And that is, of course, logging your food. So I know a lot of people tend to sort of cringe when they hear me start talking about the fact you have to log your food. And, you know, it seems tedious. It seems like a waste of time. It seems like, you know, you should know better, but you got to do it. And here's why. Uh, in order to know where you're at with your current lifestyle and what you're eating portion-wise, you know, just what you're doing on the regular, you have to log your food. You have to get that data. You have to capture it and look at it and say, hey, this is actually what I'm doing. This is what has contributed to the present state that I'm in. What I sometimes encounter with new clients is uh, this assumption that, just by working with a personal trainer on, on the training side of things that, I don't know, magically or through osmosis or just, I don't know, some somehow, some way, they just know all of a sudden what they should be doing with nutrition. And while I am not a nutritionist, I'm not a registered dietitian, I want to get that out of the way up front, uh, I am a former morbidly obese person, and I did not out-train my bad diet. You can't out-train your your crappy diet. So logging your food is the best way, and in some cases pretty much the only way, to really get out of a nutrition rut. So I just want to say up front, uh, if you start working with a personal trainer, no, you do not magically know the right way to eat. You don't all of a sudden know what the right choices are. Uh, you're still the same person you were before you started working with the, with the trainer. Um, I think every good trainer should at least provide some guidance for nutrition, and depending on what state you're in, trainers can give varying levels of advice. Where I'm presently right now, uh, I cannot give very much advice at all. I can be descriptive of what worked for me, but I cannot outright tell any of my clients what they should and should not do. Nor can I give a calorie-based plan. I can't tell them specific foods to eat. I can make suggestions but I cannot be prescriptive. So just be aware of that with whatever trainer you're working with, that depending on where you're geographically located, there's going to be different degrees of things that they can tell you to do, okay? So when we talk about logging your food, the idea is pretty much the same as when we're talking about training in the gym or training at home, wherever it is you're going to do your your training. And that is that, you know, you've come to a, a personal trainer based on your realization that you want a fit, healthy lifestyle. Maybe your doctor has told you to do this. Maybe you've had some kind of uh, medical or physical thing that's happened in your life that has brought you to this conclusion. You know, type 2 diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, obesity, all of these things are definitely reasons why a lot of people start working with a personal trainer. And nutrition is co-equally important, and some would argue more important than your diet or within with your training so that's why logging your food is so so very very important so we've made the case on why it's important 
Now let's talk about the practicalities and how you do it. And I want to give you good news. Um, back in the day, this was a very tedious task. You often used a, a paper food log and you had a, um, an index of foods and weights and how much the calories were. And then, you know, if you used a food from a box or a drive-through or something like that, uh, it was a guessing game in terms of what what the calorie, what the fat, what the protein, all the macronutrients actually were. The good news is that today, all that stuff is readily available for free on a number of apps for your phone and tablet. I prefer to use the app called Lose It. Now, for many years, I was a big, big fan of MyFitnessPal, and I still believe MyFitnessPal is, uh, is a suitable app for a lot of people. It's just my personal preference is that I found it a bit cumbersome and I gave Lose It a try when someone had uh, referred it to me and I just ended up liking it a lot more, so much so that I, I went ahead and purchased the uh, the premium upgrade because I, I'm, I really like the data and I like how they use artificial intelligence to learn my habits and make foods that I eat you know, every week readily available for quick, easy logging. And that's one of the big benefits because uh, I would say the the norm is that people tend to eat the same foods every week uh, or at least every month. It's, it's really, really rare to meet someone who eats something different for every meal every day. That's a lot of food. I mean, forget the fact that that would mean that, you know, you have a very wide palate. It's just really freaking expensive. Uh, we buy in bulk. We go to Costco. We go to Sam's Club. We order order in bulk from Amazon, or we get our groceries in bulk. We'll buy a dozen apples, or you know, large chunks of meat. So we tend to eat the same foods that we like over and over and over. And with Lose It, after you've logged it a few times, it just starts showing up at the top, like in the top 12 or 20 options. So you can just quickly add it and get on with your day. The other thing is that once you have started to measure your food using a food scale, and I'll talk about that in just a second, um, you, your eye starts to get trained on what is actually a portion. So when you when you weigh your food, you need a food scale. And I use a very cheap Amazon $15 food scale. Um, you can get them at Walmart or, or Amazon or whatever. But the idea is, is that I have some pretty good measuring spoons and measuring cups and uh, I use you know, the, the little device that comes with it that lets me lay meat on there or whatever. But it takes, it, it's only adding maybe, I mean, at the very most, 30 seconds to my day to measure my meals. Um, it took a little longer at first to get used to it, but now, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to think that that would be a turnoff when it's just gonna take such little time to get the portions right. And what I've found is that over time, like I was just saying, uh, my eye now knows what four ounces or three ounces of chicken looks like. My eye knows what three or four ounces of beef looks like. I now know what a true tablespoon of peanut butter looks like, and that is something that everyone gets wrong. Most people, when they dish out the peanut butter, they're actually spooning out or dishing out roughly three to four tablespoons instead of one actual tablespoon or a cup of rice, or a cup of vegetables, 28 grams or one ounce of, of anything, chips or, or uh, whatever. So measuring your food is going to begin to correct your eyes on what it is you're actually eating. So just like in the gym, 
when a trainer such as myself is correcting form, making sure that the body is doing what it should be doing and the right muscles are doing what they should be doing. And over time, when you work with that trainer, you begin to just automatically know how to do something the way it should be done. It's the same thing with measuring food. You do it on repetition every day, and pretty soon, not only will the act of measuring food be uh, second nature, but then when you're out, like at a friend's house or a family gathering, if you're out to eat, <clears throat> you can look what's on your plate, you can dish yourself food, and you, you have a pretty good idea of what a portion is. So when you go to log that food, hey, you didn't have a chance to measure it, but that's okay because you've done the work. You know what those portions now look like, and you can cut yourself off because you're putting in too much work for it to just go to waste from overindulging. The other big benefit of logging your food is the plateau. Now, everyone is going to hit a plateau at some point. It's, it's just a matter of time. It's going to happen. There's no way to avoid it, okay, for, for the vast, vast majority of people. So how do we deal with plateaus? Logging your food is another great way to avoid your plateaus because look at this. When you track your food, you're going to build up data, especially in an app like Lose It or MyFitnessPal. You're going to create a database of, of your food and nutrition and you know how you're doing. And I want to, I'm going to touch on that here in a minute about how you should truly log your food. So you cannot out-train a bad diet. You're going to hit a plateau at some point. And the way to get over that plateau is to look at the data and say, okay, here's how I'm eating. Here's my daily calorie intake. Uh, lose it and uh, MyFitnessPal will break down your macros. So you'll be able to see on average how much protein you're consuming per day, how many carbohydrates, how much fat things like that, all your macronutrients. And from that data, when you hit that plateau, you can look at it, you can say, hey, you know what? I've actually been going over my my daily caloric intake limits. I didn't mean to, but I, I, th I think I've just been splurging too much. And that that's the reason why I'm gaining weight. If you're trying to build a lot of muscle, you could say, oh, wow, I'm really underfeeding myself. You can review this with a nutritionist or your, your per, or, or a personal trainer who knows what they're doing. And you can review the data and you can just look at hard facts on how you're eating and then make adjustments accordingly. And you can reset your goals in these apps and you can adjust your, your eating habits accordingly. Maybe your cheat day has been too much. Uh, please go check out that episode that I've recorded on the importance of a cheat day. And, um, you know, you can do stuff with the data. It gives you such great information. I will put a plug-in, another plug-in for Lose It. They have a service or a part, a feature of their app called Insights. And Insights is another layer of their augmented or their augmented, of their artificial intelligence where after you've been using the app and giving it data for a period of time, it will be able to show you your habits and give you insights about those habits. So I love sharing this with people. Um, one of the big insights that I gained from using this app over a period of time was the insight about ice cream. And I learned from the app that on days that I have ice cream, just a little bit, just, you know, a little, you know, half a pint of Halo Top or something like that, um, I actually uh, come under my calorie goal. Isn't that interesting? So on days that 
I don't have ice cream, I come under my calorie goal uh, by just barely. But on days that I do have ice cream, I come under my calorie goal by a lot. So it's interesting that satiating that, that want for ice cream, just a controlled little thing, ends up being constructive to my overall fitness goals and my, my nutrition goals. So stuff like that, that's the kind of data that can really help you out if you're, if you're truly logging your food. All right, so this week's homework is going to be very simple. Capture the data. I'd like you to find a, uh, an app, either Lose It or MyFitnessPal, and begin logging your food. Now, here's one important thing, and I mentioned this earlier that I would touch on it. I want you to be very real with yourself. I want you to log even the bad days. I want you to log even the binges, even the splurges. The only way, the only way you are going to have success with your body is to be honest in the kitchen or wherever it is you're eating. We have to log this stuff. We have to log those crazy, crazy binges that we go on, the, uh, the extra stuff. If you don't know how much of something you ate, just guess and guess on the high side because even then for people who are just starting out doing this, you're still probably underestimating. Um, we, especially we Americans, we eat way more food. Our portions are way, way bigger than we, than we actually realize and we're not active enough to spend all that energy that we're taking in. So the body just says, eh, better save it for a rainy day, you know, an emergency. And so that's where body fat comes in. So I want you to log your food. Uh, for the first two weeks, don't change a thing. Don't change how you're eating. <clears throat> Even if you're working with a personal trainer, don't change how you're eating for the first week. Um, just log your food, okay? After the first week, get on Amazon, get on walmart.com, whatever, Buy yourself a food scale. They cost 10, 12 bucks. If you're like me, you're probably going to spend more than that on eating out or coffee or some kind of other thing this week. So just buy the freaking food scale and use it. And just log the food and see and give yourself the gift of being able to see what it is that you're actually eating. When you've captured the data and you start doing this, your, your eyes are going to be open. You're going to be able to see a whole lot more than you realize in terms of you know what it is you're actually eating. And I'll tell you what, your fitness goals will really take off because you'll, you'll be able to work with yourself in terms of what you're actually eating. So that's the episode today. I want to thank Kiki and Adapt and Overcome Fitness, as always, for the lovely introduction that you hear at the beginning of every Body Shepherd podcast. Kiki and her partner in crime, they have a fantastic Instagram account that you need to go check out. I believe they're on YouTube now, too. Um, adapt and overcome fitness. You'll find all kinds of wonderful daily inspiration, uh, some real talk from two moms who are just uh, really getting it done inside the gym and going through all the struggles that people every every day go through. And while you're on Instagram, be sure to look up Body Shepherd and um, perhaps consider following us. If you'd like to become a Body Shepherd client or explore that idea, you can head over to BodyShepherd.com. That's B-O-D-Y-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.com. And shoot me a message. Let me know what you're interested in doing. Uh, Body Shepherd offers both online and in-person personal training, and we can make your fit life happen. And as I end all my correspondence with all my clients, the only direction, the only way we're going is onward. Have a great day.